0: Hey all, it's Jawad here with Hit The Apex Podcast, hope everyone is doing okay, thank you again for tuning in with me this week, Um, I didn't think I would be back so soon um, a week after I did the last one given that there's not really much going on in the world of racing and motorsport and all things that I usually like to talk about on this show but I was like, you know what, let's throw everything out the door, well not quite because i Kind of need that stuff if um, things do get a bit um, hairy, uh, more hairy than they already are at the moment. Um, yeah, I just wanted to kind of do this one to quickly gloss over what is going on at the moment um, as far as F one is concerned and some other racing categories that we usually talk about, but also more more importantly, like just give a friendly voice to anyone who needs it at the moment. I understand there's going to be quite a few people out there, a few of the listeners who may be stuck in isolation at the moment or are working from home. Um, it's not a good situation, of course, all um, due to the pandemic that is COVID-19. I think, you know, a lot of us, um, including myself, are kind of sick of hearing the term COVID-19. And it's funny because a lot of people, when you listen to official press releases and on the news and everything as well, and even um, work-related stuff, it's referred to now as COVID-19, whereas before everyone was colloquially saying coronavirus, so I think, you know, the the corona part is is gone and we're all very much referring to it as COVID-19, so yeah, it's strange times, I gotta say, Um, you know, seeing all the roads empty and public transport as well, so me, as far as my situation is concerned, I'm still going to work, Um, we're still required at work, at the shop, you know, we're on the front line still, Uh, that could all change, you know, any day, Um, it's been, it's been a rough, you know, last few weeks, I guess, you know, or last week, you could say, 12 days, yeah, I think something like that, um, just trying to put measures into place to keep all the staff and everything safe, um, as well as customers as well, um, trying to get ahead of the game as well, um, where, you know, sometimes there isn't much, what do you call it, you know, there's nothing definitive coming from, from your superiors, so, you know, just us as a store and, um, the people within our four walls that we have immediate control over, you know, just trying to get everyone ahead of the game, um, and keeping everyone safe as possible, so that's, that's that situation, you know, it's, um, what do you call it, yeah, funny that, you know, public transport is dead these days, there's not a lot of people on the trains, um, at peak hour, you know, where you would be kind of sardined in a tin can, um, with each other, whereas at the moment, it's not the case, you know, um, the social, physical distancing is something that quite a few people you could see are taking very seriously and shouldn't do so, you know, um, I mean, I've heard stories, I haven't seen it yet myself, but, you know, people getting aggressive on trams and trains and stuff like that, you know, if you if you get too close to them, but, you know, you've got to respect the distance and everything and, um, you know, it's it's a real test for, for everyone and, as I said last week, you know, this is where you know, I think all of us as humans are really being tested at the moment and, you know, your prerogative, I guess, the best thing you can do is to be kind to one another, you know, don't lose all sense of humanity because um, of something like this, you know, a pandemic like this, you know, we can all kind of overcome it um, and try and carry on with what we do day to day, even though things have changed quite dramatically, you know, I think about the people who have been made redundant or unemployed as a result of this, Um, all those people who don't have any source of income now because, you know, this has basically ripped through their place of work or forced their place of work to shut down, It's, it's really tough and this is where, you know, at times like this, sticking together is probably the best course of action and I know, it's just words, you know, that I'm saying, but I've seen it, you know, with my own workplace, the fact that we're all sticking together is meaning that we are having a more positive outlook, Um, so, you know, even for the people who are not, you know, able to see one another at the moment, um, physically, you know, in person, um, just stay in touch, you know, whether it's utilizing social media, you know, pull out the old Skype, (laughs) someone was saying, um, is MSN still around, Messenger, you know, I mean, you don't really need MSN if you've got Facebook, but, um, you know, just stay in touch with all your close people, your like-minded people, loved ones and everything, and yeah, even though we can't all see each other in person at the moment, we can still communicate and keep everyone's morale up, so, that's that um that's how I'm going to start off and you know I'm going to come back to that a bit later on as well and go a bit more in depth with um things that I've been up to things that we've been doing and um yeah potentially preparing for because you know we might turn around or my um organization might turn around and say well we have no choice but to close the doors for for a little bit you know whether it's two weeks or four weeks, whatever, you know, I've got to prepare for that um, in every way I can and preparing for it does not mean I go out and hoard like all those other people out there, I'm sure, you know, everyone all over the world has been affected by this now, whether it's, you know, lack of toilet paper, paper towels, you know, not being able to get your meat or your flour, pasta, all that kind of stuff, Um, I was listening to, Uh, Dino and Chris on the Regen podcast earlier today their latest episode and um, Chris talking about how he ended up with gluten-free pasta (laughs) and he's not quite a fan so yeah that was like me with the the vegan substitute for for chicken last week and yeah I kind of felt a bit ill in the stomach for a couple of days after eating that so I I know where you're coming from Chris so yeah Um, but yeah you know preparing for, for staying at home or going into isolation doesn't mean, yeah, just hoard everything, you know, if anything, you should be, it should force people to be a bit more smarter about how they, they ration out, you know, I mean, I'm sure not every Tom, Dick and Harry suddenly knows how to bake, you know, that, you know, doesn't explain the lack of flour in the supermarkets at the moment, (laughs) you know, I mean, I admit that I don't know how to bake, the only things I buy flour for is for, you know, if I'm doing pizza dough, um, at home myself, which I really, really like doing, I make a bit of naan bread as well, occasionally, love a good garlic naan, um, or even, yeah, breading for, for fried chicken, you know, because, uh, think I can make fried chicken better than the kernel (laughs) certainly a bit more spice in there a bit more prominent with the spices and stuff so you know there you go if you didn't know that already about me I do like my uh my cooking and culinary stuff you know I don't fancy myself as a pro but um it's something that I've enjoyed doing from a young age you know growing up watching mum and dad um in the kitchen doing what they do um from cooking food from their you know from their heritage and our background it's just great so you know maybe some new stuff to make as well potentially if i end up in isolation or whatever so there we go let's um talk though about what further impacts this has had on the world of motorsport and you know chiefly formula one because there has been some press releases and some um that have come out some news in the last seven days since I did the last podcast about um, the calendar and all so the latest event to be postponed was the Azerbaijan Grand Prix so Baku will not be hosting the race in June as originally planned Um, the next race I guess that is in the firing line at the moment is the Canadian Grand Prix so so far we've had eight races postponed or cancelled at the start of the 2020 season, um, and Canada at the moment, their organisers apparently have two weeks or something to decide whether they're going to go ahead with it or not. June does seem like a long time away still, but given that the situation globally is not really under control, um, and a lot of countries now are going into full lockdown so just basically shutting down everything apart from like the absolutely bare essentials which is you know your supermarkets your pharmacies and your clinics um, there was even a thing from the health department here that uh, here in Victoria in Australia um, that if they don't encourage you to just show up at the doctors if you're if you're feeling sick you know better to call first um, to get some kind of diagnosis over the phone or symptoms checked over the phone before taking the risk and going to the dispensary, because yeah, you know, you can imagine that that'd be a hive, you know, of people who are feeling unwell to go there, and the biggest thing to think about too is that we here in Australia, we are yet to head into winter, so I know it feels kind of wintry at the moment. This last week it has been rather chilly. You know, yesterday I had to wear three layers of clothing to work. I know a lot of you Brits out there will probably say, "Oh, that's that's warm weather. 18 degrees. That's that's like summer." You know, it's like no, no, no. 18 degrees. It, it, it's rather chilly. You know, I I prefer the. The warmer temperatures and I was saying to someone last night actually that um, I have gone through this whole summer at home and not had to use my air conditioner. Either I'm better handling the heat or we didn't really have a hot summer. Who knows. So, yeah, Baku, the latest, uh, announced their po- postponement. Um, Chase Carey obviously had to give a statement as well in regards to that. The F1 CEO saying that when the situation improves, we'll be ready to race. But when will that be and what will the calendar look like after that so last week I did say look you know I'm not going to sit here and speculate um, or try and do what other people are doing because you know they need to publish stuff and write headlines capture attention blah 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 um, I'm just going to have to sit and wait it out because either way you look at it there's going to be huge financial loss, there's a financial loss everywhere in the world at the moment, no one is really making a profit off this, Formula One is like any other business that, you know, you've just got to ride it out, whether this means that heads have to roll, I don't think so, I don't understand the full story behind that, but there have been numerous reports from one particular source or one particular person saying that yeah this is this is the end of chase Carey and all that sort of stuff really you know in the middle of all this you want to sack somebody or tell them to get on their bike given that they're doing everything in their power to try and get the season back on track because what if in six it takes more than six months for this to kind of stabilize and normalize you know six months takes us into September, you know, or October, whatever, you know, takes us close to the end of the year, um, or three quarters into this year, how are you going to do a championship, you know, you can do a championship in two months or three months, you know, you could do back-to-back race weekends, you could have like eight to ten races or whatever, but given that this is all out of their control or my control, our control, you know, how can you blame them you know if they're making the wrong decision like if okay so for example if they went out and started racing right now in the middle of this pandemic that's when you can say well he needs to be sacked for making that decision because he's put everyone at risk you know the fact that you know they've come out and said okay we're cancelling or postponing all these races, where are shutting down the factories for a couple of weeks as well, you know, to make sure that everyone gets their summer break now, um, that's probably the most responsible thing you can do at this time, you know, and that's from, you know, me, little me over here on the other side of the world, and, you know, me looking at how other organizations as well are reacting to this, because now, as you know, the AFL, which, was quite cool actually seeing a lot of um, people in the US and in the UK getting behind the AFL for a couple of days because it was the only live sport or major live sport that was being played in the world over the last weekend so AFL have come and basically suspended their season after you know latest government um, bans that came out Sunday last Sunday and then the NRL subsequently also suspended their season as well with no particular time frame as to where they're going to get when they're going to get started again so basically everything has been either paused or cancelled and that's the best thing that they can do and then when you look at the likes of the AFL and NRL you know a lot of the talk at the moment a lot of the news is being centered around you know what kind of a how much of a financial loss are we looking at because obviously you know you have to take into account that already there's been staff that are being shown the door or made redundant or sent on leave or whatever um, because they can't there's no money for them to pay the staff or whatever, or they're not required at the moment, um, players, are they going to be paid as well, because after all, players, even though they play the pinnacle of their sport, you know, they're still employees, you know, it's all, this is the one thing you got to, <laughs> it's hard to get your head around sometimes, is that sports, you know, major sports, wherever you go in the world, are still businesses at the end of the day, and there is a financial factor, and players or athletes drivers riders whatever they're still employees and they still get paid a salary from the team their employer um, and then given the case of the uh, local footy codes NRL and AFL it's very difficult for them to be paid if they're not you know if there's no what do you call it there's no play so you know the broadcasters obviously pay a chunk of their salary too so the broadcasters at the moment have nothing to to play so you know they're playing reruns and old stuff at the moment but they can't pay them and they've got you know families they've got kids to look after they've got mortgages and all that every bills to pay like every other regular person does so this is where it is you know very difficult at the moment and i think given what we've seen from other organizations and all they've probably done the best thing as far as you know, stopping this thing in its tracks is concerned, or to try and better contain it, because if we kept continuing, whether it was behind closed doors or in the NRL's case, go up to Country Queensland to an isolated location and you know play there, play all the competition there, it would only be a matter of time before there would be some kind of infection or outbreak in that particular area. So that's why you know after just What I've seen personally, as well, and all the things that I have kind of digested over the last twelve days or whatever, I feel that some kind of shutdown or a total shutdown might be the best thing to to stop this thing in its tracks, and to try and slow the rate of infection as well. So it was kind of devastating hearing before that Victoria has reported its eleventh death um, as a result of COVID nineteen. So you know. 11 people is still 11 people, Um, it's tragic, it's devastating Um, and then when I look at my role day to day as far as work is concerned, you consider all the little factors that go into how this thing could be a risk for everyone and there's too many factors there, so and for, for sporting codes, there's a lot of people involved even staff wise you know there's hundreds of people that are involved with putting on a game and all that sort of stuff so it's it's best to just shut it down so when we restart all that that's who knows at the moment as far as f1's concerned what will the calendar look like you know i kind of pondered it for two seconds and said you know what if we do a split season, like a super season, get started in the last part of 2020 and then have it carry over into 2021, Um, that way we can have a few races that we missed out on this year carry over to next year, but you know there's a lot of ramifications to that as well, so I'm not really going to give it much air at the moment, Um, I think we just all need to take a break from all that, Um, let Things sort of pass you know let water flow under the bridge a little bit and then when the situation begins to normalize a little bit is when we can um, start thinking about how we can proceed for the future because yeah it seems like everything will change you know it's not things won't go back to the status quo or to a certain degree they will um it's just it's yeah it's <laughs> I think you know when we look back at this in 20 years time or you know te- even 10 years time it's going to be you know one of those major things in the world you know they've you read stories at the moment or you hear stories about people who've lived through world wars um, and they're still alive today and they're saying that this is way more you know this is something above what they went through in the World Wars, you know, World War One, World War Two, so it's, it puts a bit of perspective on things, but at the same time, we still can stay positive and get through it, um, it was good hearing as well that the McLaren employees who were having to stay in self-isolation and they were quarantined here in Melbourne after the positive case, uh, ahead of the Australian Grand Prix, there on their way home, which is good to hear, there's a bit of a scare for Lewis Hamilton as well, he went into self-isolation after he interacted with um, the actor Idris Elba, who tested positive as well, um, and I think Hamilton's okay, which is good, Carlos Sainz as well decided to self-isolate himself, so um, yeah, the people taking these measures to to just stay at home and to, to shut themselves off from potentially putting others at risk as well. Um and this is where, you know, the individual it's not being selfish, it's it's actually being selfless where they're removing themselves as being a risk to society because, you know, the I mean I'm sure you guys have seen little images and um things pop up on your social media where, you know, one person interacts with one person but then, you know, they meet with another group and it kind of just keeps spreading or whatever. So just taking that sort of stuff seriously at the moment is is the best thing to do positive also to hear that teams in the UK the F1 teams that is are working on ventilators for for the hospitals and everything and for the people who are suffering the really bad cases of the the virus um you know all these these F1 teams with innovation and you know all this technology at their disposal to build the best race cars in the world have now pulled their resources to to building hospital equipment you know and to try and contribute to treating for these victims and everything who are struggling at the moment so that's the kind of leadership i like seeing you know when things are being done you know innovation and all that sort of stuff you know so the you know the teams probably have a few engineers and whatnot and. Um, research and developers at the factories or whatever at the moment so very low risk for them but um the payoff will be really big given that you know they're directly helping people who need it at the moment and you know Walk and shore as well in australia are doing something similar ford in the u.s are also doing that for the hospitals so it's really warming to hear stuff like that and that you know again goes back to the idea of people being kind to each other, you know, we've all got to be kind to each other in these times, you know, don't be a, don't be an idiot, um, don't, you know, push in line or, you know, fight someone for toilet paper or something like that or in certain cases I've even heard, you know, one of the supermarkets near work, someone got stabbed in, in one of the supermarkets so that's really, I can't, you know, it's disgusting hearing stuff like that so, You know, there are people that are desperate at the moment and struggling, but we just can't lose sense of humanity, you know, there's still avenues for for assistance and people to to get that assistance, you know, so it's just all about being kind to each other and making sure um, everyone is looked after so what are the guys doing then what are what are the rest of the F1 guys doing then now that we're we're in this situation where there's no racing we're all in self-isolation well a lot of them have turned to esports which is great you know because esports has been something that's been on the rise I've always said that um, motorsport and esports well motorsport in esports is probably the closest esports can get to the real thing given that you know you've you can have the full simulation set up you know with the wheel the rig um you know it's the feedback that you get as well from those steering wheels and the setups and everything is you know it's close to simulation like the teams and drivers get to use the factories you know when they do their sim work for for development of their race cars so you know we had virtual gp Um, Set up by the official F1 group as well. Uh, There's Veloce Esports and a new publication called The Race as well, doing their own thing. So quite a variety of things out there. I haven't particularly watched any of the races in their entirety. I've just watched snippets and stuff. Especially Lando Norris, who's absolutely been hilarious. Um, There was one I think that the the region guys made a reference to about um, that race at Daytona with the with the Porsches and I think Lando was being an absolute troll and um, I think he Uh, took out Max Verstappen or something which he wasn't too happy about so some good fun to come out of that and even the the supercars championship um, have announced that they're going to have an E series which all the drivers are going to contest from the 8th of April Um, they're going to have all their cars that they have in the real championship um, in iRacing because iRacing already has both the, the Ford Mustang and the the ZB Commodore and then, yeah, you know, they'll probably have some other drivers, some sim racers join in too, so, yeah, pretty exciting if you're into that sort of stuff, I know I don't really, I mean, I, there's just something different about watching, uh, e-sports and, um, people playing racing games, um, on YouTube or whatever, than watching the real thing, I, I kind of, it's more visceral for me, I feel it's, Feels more exciting watching the actual real thing, so that's why I'll probably be watching more season reviews and highlights and all that kind of stuff and uh, races in the old archive than you know maybe paying attention to the esports. But again, you know the esports is something that a lot of people are getting behind, and it's it's really good in this digital digital age seeing you know drivers being able to mix in with sim racers who you know themselves have established quite an identity. You know given that gamers once upon a time were frowned upon by society whereas now you know in it it in itself is like a business and you know you can be employed as a sim racer or esports athlete (laughs) so that's really good to see um as well with supercars too very difficult to say when they're going to get up and running again as well, because there's been a few border closures uh, between states here in Australia, so the Northern Territory has closed its borders, um, anyone who does come in or out must self-isolate for 14 days, same with WA, but we already knew that the uh, Barbagallo round um, at Wannaroo has been cancelled anyway or postponed, and um, So, yeah, and South Australia as well have um, announced that they're going to close their borders or they already have. So, and Queensland, another one. So, given that you know, bits of Australia are kind of shutting down or shutting its borders to other states, even for supercars, it might be a bit difficult to to try and race at the moment. So, this is where the E series, I think, will keep everyone entertained, Um, all the drivers involved which will be great to see so yeah i might check that one out but you know we'll see when the 8th of april comes talking a bit more broadly now um that's pretty much it with the racing stuff i think i got nothing really much else to say (laughs) um but just talking a bit more broadly about you know ways that we can deal with this or ways to deal with isolation and you know trying to keep your head above water and stuff um best thing to do, listen to the health experts directly, messages from the World Health Organization and also your own individual health departments uh, that are run out of your government, Uh, best course of action at the moment seems to be stay at home, Um, I can't say that for myself just yet because we're still physically going to work and everything but as I said before you know I've been preparing for Um, if I do have to go into isolation or take time off work, you know, there is things being put in place, I've put in place as well, you know, it's not like I've got nothing to do, there's plenty to do, I'll still be doing some work-related stuff as well, you know, there's always design stuff that I wanted to do, you know, to redo some of the sections and stuff like that at the shop, so, and who knows, might even sneak into the shop a couple of days, (laughs) me and my boss have already talked about it, we you know want to bust out the tools and start doing this start doing that you know it might be a bit easier to do it when the shop is closed so you know if we can still get in there um, obviously you know without taking any risks and taking all that into account as well I'm not trying to be reckless or anything here Um encouraging everyone to to do the right things. so if it's all within reason and boundary there's no risks involved in it Apart from you know hurting yourself using tools, <laughs> power tools and stuff, I think you know will be will be right. So yeah, I would like to do a bit of that, but also just stuff around here, you know, um, going through old photos is always good. Um, oh, photography that I've been meaning to just sift through and post up on Instagram even um, all the media that we've got around you, you know, um, digital media, physical media as well, you know, a lot of people buying books at the moment, DVDs, catching up on, you know, records as well, um, listening to quite a bit of music, well, I do anyway, so, um, you know, speaking of the music, you know, got my hands on the new Polaris album, Polaris, a metalcore band here in Australia, um, released their second full album, um, The Death of Me, bit bit dark you know but it's it's really good you know this first song pray for rain kind of the opening um verse is like a summary basically of what's going on at the moment you know And the lead singer's voice just so chilling and you know it's there and it just kind of captures you and throws you into this really good um mix of songs that are on this album, so really recommend it if you guys are into the heavier sort of stuff, you know, I'm sure, you know, I'm going to be giving more music recommendations, Um, I don't just listen to heavy music, there's quite a bit of variety in there too, you know, we had a playlist on in the shop yesterday, a bit of Rolling Stones, Led Zeppelin, Guns and Roses, Um, Johnny Cash I'm quite fond of as well, we had a bit of Eurythmics, Depeche Mode as well, um, I had to take all the Joy Division songs off the playlist because it's like, yeah, I don't want people kind of, you know, feeling like slashing their wrists at the moment. Uh, we need a bit more up uplifting songs and all that sort of stuff too. So, um, yeah, good good vibe, good energy from that. You know, got um, one of the Eurythmics um, albums on vinyl as well recently. It was a good find at work, so that one will be getting a bit of a workout. But yeah, Polaris, the death of me love it, um, and also, it, it kind of, I was going to buy it anyway, but then it just kind of expedited my decision to buy it over the weekend, was that all the the small music groups and everything, bands as well, you know, not the big famous ones, but the ones who are kind of, you know, the indie ones, who kind of depend on, you know, sales of, you know, their merch or gigs and stuff like that and record sales to be able to get by and, you know, I said last week about Neon Blaviscaris who, you know, they had their gig cancelled um, that they were going to do to replace the download festival and ended up, um, you know, they ended up putting up a GoFundMe page to to try and raise a bit of funds for not just musicians, but all the behind the scenes people for gigs and stuff like your riggers and your technical people as well, you know, the sound monitors and all that kind of thing, those are the people who, you know, amongst others who are out of work at the moment and won't have a source of income, so that was a really good um, thing set up by those guys, Um, I donated a bit of money to them as well, you know, even though I'm not really flush with cash myself, as, as you all know, I just felt it was the right thing to do to, you know, try and help these guys who don't have anything at all, or potentially may not have anything at all, so that was that, um, while we're still on the subject of music, there was a, um, doco, documentary released on YouTube by another band, local band, um, Uh, I like metalcore alternative metal, you could say. They are quite a quite quite a unique style these guys have got. North Lane. I'm sure most of you, if you are into the heavy music scene, would have heard of North Lane. Very emotional documentary they released, um, kind of around the recording and release of the latest album, Alien, which as well is a great album. You guys gotta listen to it if you haven't already. Um, you know the when they had their new vocalist come on board, Marcus Bridge. Some background into him and his story was a real tear tearjerker. You know, it was hard not to get a bit emotional um, listening to his story, but then just hearing his lyrics in a different way, where you know you can connect the dots between what's gone on in his life and the lyrics in the songs you know it's it's kind of harrowing but at the same time that's you know some of the best music is often ones that are written from a dark place and something like that that was a quote that um one of my other favorite musicians from the UK Stephen Wilson he had a um Quote that was similar to that, so again, Stephen Wilson, another renowned musician that I really would recommend he's got such a diverse style as well, you know prog rock is his main thing, but he's been more getting into i wouldn't say i mean even he says you know pop is almost like a derogatory term to use, you know he wants to be compared to more so his pop style he wants to compare it more to to Prince and you know how Prince was with his um, eccentric music, so yeah, Stephen Wilson, a guy I've seen live quite a few times as well, and always knows how to put on a good show, and just his music is is something else, so yeah, another one to check out if you're, if you're into the rock stuff, um, or into something different, you know, Porcupine Tree used to be um, a band that he was the front man for as well, if you've heard of them as well, Porcupine Tree, a bit darker, a bit heavier, whereas his solo stuff is a bit more mellow, it's a bit more jazzy, you could say, um, or, so, yeah, another one for you guys to check out, geez, I'm really killing it with the music recommendations here today, I've got a whole stack of CDs sitting in front of me that I picked up from work, um, I'll, so, I'll go through them actually, just so, you know, while we're talking about it, it's a good distraction, this, I love it, you know, from, from everything else going on, Dream Theater, yes, I did say last week that I, we've had news that the dream theater gig here or the tour of australia has been postponed at the moment um and how appropriate that i ended up finding their live album live scenes from new york um, which was recorded in 2000 i think um where they performed the entire scenes from a memory album live um in their in in new york you know and that was going to be the album that they were celebrating 20 years um of last year and they were going to perform in its entirety on this tour one of my favorite albums scenes from memory so i can watch the live dvd from like 20 years ago now (laughs) instead of going to the gig um opeth deliverance now this one i was surprised that i didn't already have in my collection but i had to double check actually because i've come across damnation a couple of times and i was like and I, thought, I might not have that one actually no I do have it so it was Deliverance the one that I didn't have so I was really glad to pick that up I do remember seeing Opeth live at the Sydney Opera House death metal at the opera house, one of the best live music experiences I've ever seen, you know, I had to do that, go to Sydney and, um, watch Showpath at the Sydney Opera House, it was a great experience, and they played quite a few songs off the Deliverance album, as they did Damnation, because it was an evening of sorcery, Deliverance and Damnation, very, very evil and metal, you could say, um, soundtrack to gladiator i'm, I'm always a, I'm a big fan of han zimmer and his soundtracks um and gladiator was another good one it's been a while since i've seen the movie but you know the music Hans zimmer does is always great and i got to see him live too a few years ago which was great you know him and his you know million people band that he had um such iconic movie soundtracks he's done you know people will know Inception, of course, Pirates of the Caribbean, um, The Lion King as well, and the Dark Knight series, the trilogy, and even Man of Steel, you know, which, you know, I f- if we want to talk about movies and tastes in regards to that, I had such great expectations for that movie, Man of Steel, it ideologi- ide- like ideologically, it was really good, But it just didn't execute. There was something in there that was missing. So and but the soundtrack was great. You know he did a really good job. Did Hans Zimmer with that. I mentioned Porcupine Tree before. Got Porcupine Tree Deadwing. It's been an album that I've been looking for for ages. Um, Managed to pick that one up. Great album. Tracks off there. You know Deadwing Lazarus. One of my Lazarus. One of my favorite songs. It's such a mellow piano piece. Um, Harrowing lyrics again. Um, an evening with John Petrucci and Jordan Rudis, so two members of Dream Theater, John Petrucci the guitarist, Jordan Rudis the keyboard pianist, Um, he, I love a lot of his just solo piano albums, it's very soothing and relaxing, and Petrucci one of my favourite guitarists of all time, so get on to that, if you like a bit of relaxing piano music with a bit of guitar, a bit jazzy, you could say, as well, and this one, I thought I'd just have a laugh with it, you know, Dragon Force, Inhuman Rampage, there's only one song on there I think you all know we like, or you would like, um, a lot of memories going back to playing Guitar Hero days, and that's Through the Fire and the Flame, so I'm like, why not, it's there, let's just get it, you know, so, yeah, that's the little stack that I picked up, um, just a few days ago from work so you know big into my music I could go through my whole collection one day if you guys want you know some feedback would be nice if you if you're keen to know more about what I listen to and why I listen to it I'd be happy to talk about it because at the moment it seems like we're not going to be really talking much about racing and formula 1 and supercars and all that sort of stuff motor gp but if you still, if you guys still want me to be podcasting, I mean, I'm happy to do it, I'm happy to not do it, you know, it gives me more time to do other things as well, plan for when we do return to racing, but if you do guys want to, if you guys do want to hear um, hear me talk, maybe not every week, every couple of weeks kind of thing, Um, yeah, just let me know what kind of things you want to hear, you know, I've got heaps of movies I can talk about, you know, TV shows, Big into the Netflix and Amazon, as you already know, games. So I got my hands on Doom Eternal last week. I've been playing it not every day, I played it quite a bit over the weekend. It's just, oh, it's just such a perfect game for stress relief. You know, it's so high, it's so intense, high velocity. It's, Fast. it's difficult as well, I'm not even playing on, I'm playing on, like, normal difficulty and still I'm dying quite a bit, because, you know, I just don't have the speed to, to stay up to date with everything and to, you know, use the, use the room, so, like, you walk into a battle zone or whatever and, you've got to really play the room, you know, you can't just go run and gun kind of thing, you've got to be a bit tactical and all that sort of stuff, use your chainsaw to, to collect ammunition and, um, supplies and all, so it's, it's difficult, but it's great fun, I'm loving it, so if you like, you know, busting out the chainsaw or your flamethrower or, you know, plasma rifle, Doom Eternal's your game, so one I definitely recommend, otherwise, you know, the racing games, I'm still big into the F1 series, Um, I'll be going back to finish off the uh, career mode on F1 2019, I think I'm up to the French Grand Prix now, but i usually go very slowly, you know, and then by the time the next game comes out, like two weeks before it does, I'm like playing every single race to finish the first season of career mode, just so I can unlock the, the achievement, so hopefully, I think I might have more time this year to, to be able to do it but also a good substitute for if you don't have if you don't have any racing to watch anyway I don't have any like as much as I talk about sim racing and everything that I'm not really much of a sim race I don't have a steering wheel or a setup or anything like that I just use a controller at the moment but I do love doing you know things like you know long distance Grand Prix. I'd love doing you know time attack and all that uh, even on Forza Motorsport I'll do it another game that I might go back and play some more of, um, do some of the endurance races if I have the time, um, MotoGP, the new game's coming out soon, I think, MotoGP 20, it looks pretty good, um, I did get with the, the games with gold, so if you've got an Xbox Gold membership, you get a couple of free games a month, they had the Isle of Man TT game, um, last month, so I got my hands on that, so I might give that a go too, um, so yeah, quite a bit, quite a bit as you can hear to do and at the moment yeah just before i was watching a couple more episodes of the the test on amazon so the doco on the australian te- uh, cricket team so at the moment i've got two episodes to go which are the last two episodes focusing on the ashes series last year such an intense series just such a great you know fly on the wall kind of thing gives more perspective about the australian team and what they've been through since the um, events of Cape Town 2018. So one I can recommend too if you're if you're a sports fan, if not then you might not like it. Simple, but you know there's other things I'm sure you can do. Other than that, you know, um, what can I say? stay at home, stay safe, look after each other, be kind to each other, you know, stay in touch with your friends, your loved ones, you know, like-minded people as well, I'm sure you'll you'll bump into new people on social media and develop new relationships and friendships and whatnot in this time, um, if anyone needs a chat as well, you know, you can get in touch with me via Twitter as well, you know, so at HitTheApexMedia, that's the Twitter handle you can, um, it would be really appreciated if you know if you want to give me some feedback about you know whether you want to hear more of this podcast um, while we have no racing to talk about or if you don't even that's fine I won't record or go and do some other stuff then in the meantime um, because I kind of thought about it quite a bit last night I was like you know at the end of the day I don't care if just 10 people will listen to it you know at the moment because it's 10 more people that might walk away from listening to it and feel a bit better about the situation than not you know so yeah it's it's who cares about you know how many views you're getting or listens or you know seos and all that sort of metrics kpis and everything at the moment we kind of just have to be good to each other and if being good to each other means that i record a podcast I waffle for 45 minutes to an hour each week or every say two weeks and 10 people in the world um, can listen to it and feel good about what's going on then that's that's job done mission achieved mission accomplished um, and I'm happy to do that if you guys want um, feel free to share it with your friends <laughs> feel free to give some feedback as well I'm sure I'm gonna talk to a few people soon about you know whether they want to come on and have a chat too, we can talk about other stuff, but yeah, you know, other than that, all I can say is support local businesses as well at the moment, because they're going to be doing it tough, you know, I know we're stuck at home, or you guys are stuck at home, and you might not be able to venture out, but you could always still do takeaway, Uber Eats and all that, they're still doing, you know, contactless delivery and everything, you know, your couriers will still be available, you know, support your record stores or whatever, do do what you can. Be a good human, um, and that's pretty much it. So yeah, if you want to get in touch uh, via Twitter, at hit the Apex Media. That's best place to do it. Other than that, um, I might not be on next week. I might be. You'll know via Twitter if I am. But other than that, take care, guys. Stay safe. Stay at home, and be kind. See ya.